Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we're going to learn how to handle criticism and Fergie's failed anthem attempt. Hi and welcome to episode 53 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs or just all round better people. Why? Just cause. Look, it, unfortunately in today's society, in the, in the environment in which we live in, we are in the public eye. We are all somewhat very, very, very minor celebrities because of social media. Because now we are posting our thoughts, posting our photos, posting our, our strategies, posting our experience out for the world to see. Where back many years ago, it was only the celebrities that the world would see. And they were all being exposed by the, by the media, by paparazzi. And they would they'd be completely criticized. And it was only really the, the, the people that were in the public eye that would be publicly criticized. But now, we too have to handle that criticism. We too. If you have a social media account, you need to learn how to, how to handle criticism. Because if you haven't received it yet, there'll be a moment where someone will criticize you. I remember my first ever criticism. My first, I remember the first negative feedback I received on a social media post. I couldn't believe it. Now, I, I could not believe that someone would make such a silly criticism, would give such negative feedback. And it was actually, the funny thing was, is they were actually telling me that I shouldn't smile so much. How silly is that? Have you received crazy criticism like that? Like someone criticizing you about something that you do? And it's, it's absolutely random because it's something real positive that you do, but people take it really negatively. I have a lot of people criticize me for my energy, that I'm really energetic. That Well, you know what? For me, that's a positive. And I find it weird and random that people are criticizing. So... We in the public eye, even even me, who is trying to give out as much positivity and, 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 and good strategies and give out as much value as I can, yes, even I get criticized. And so there will be a time, if you haven't yet, you will be criticized. And I'm sorry to be the, be the bearer of bad news, to be the doomsday you know, notifier that, yes, that day is coming. You will be criticized. And, and I just really want to prepare you. If you haven't already, today's podcast is about preparing you, strengthening you, so that when you do have that faithful day, that faithful day that is guaranteed to come where you are criticized, that you can handle it. Because there was this amazing, <laughs> I mentioned at the start of this, that just last week, or at the time of this recording, it was a week ago, that Fergie sung the national anthem for the NBA All-Star Game. And she messed up dismally. And no, this is not another one of those hateful posts about Fergie. This is actually loving on Fergie. Fergie did something that was amazing. She handled this criticism like a 
boss. She she responded to this criticism like no other I've seen before. Most people now, obviously, with national anthems, it is especially the American national anthem. It is such a such an epic song. It is an anthem in in a true sense of the word, and. Most people who sing it at, at these massive events, they either do something absolutely incredible or they mess up and they become a big failure because they're in the spotlight, they're singing the, the, the country's favorite song and, 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 and it's such an epic song, has such opportunities for great vocals and, and it's such a beautiful song. Yet when it fails, it goes wrong. And even the week before at the Super Bowl, or oh, it was two weeks before I think it was at the Super Bowl, when Pink sung the, the national anthem. She missed a couple of notes and was criticized. What was her response? I had a cold. And and most people when they when they give a poor performance, they usually make that excuse. Blame it on sickness, on illness, on having a cold or having a flu, and not being able to to be able to sing it properly because they're making an excuse. But Fergie wasn't like that. Fergie was awesome. Fergie's a boss. She took complete ownership and she said, yep, you know what? I did mess up, but I'm the type of person that I like to push the boundaries. I I wanted to do something that was completely unique, that was really new, that was something special for the NBA. I went all out and I, and I, I laid all my cards on the table, you know, like I went all in. And she said, but that's just the type of person I am. And do you know what? It failed. And she took complete ownership over it. And I, I think massive props to her. Well done. Like huge, huge, like she, she just became, she, she raised up in my rank of humans in the world just because how she was able to handle that criticism. So when we, when we face criticism, just like Fergie, we need to take ownership. We need to take complete ownership. But how do we do that? Well, the first first thing in which we can do and to be able to handle criticism is we must separate ourselves from the criticism. We must separate ourselves from the object, from the item, from the performance, from the thing that we are being criticized about. Whether it be a post that you post on social media that they're criticizing whether it's a photo, whether it's a performance, a singing, or, or you're playing an instrument, or, or, or a sports performance. We need to separate ourselves from that. There's this, the World Authority on Nonverbal Communication, he taught me how to give myself constructive feedback on my performance on stage. So whenever I get off, off stage, I always, I always critically analyze my performance. And he said one of the best one of the best tips he gave is I need to separate myself from from that performance. And instead of saying that I did this and I did that, he says we should talk about that performance in the third person. He did this, he did that. He did this well, he did this poorly, he should to do improve this in the next time. So separating our souls from whatever that object is. Whatever that, whatever that performance is, whatever that post was that's being criticized, we need to separate ourselves from it. 
We need to completely separate us, our self-worth, our value. And how do we do that? We do, can only do that if we have complete confidence in who we are. That we love who we are. That we know who we are. Because I know who I am. I love who I am. I have complete confidence in who I am. And my self-worth, my value, my importance is not wrapped up in external influences. My my self-worth, my value, my importance is not wrapped up in a performance. My value, my importance, my self-worth is not wrapped up in other people's opinions. I know who I am. And so I can separate myself completely from that performance and go, you know what? That performance does not define me. That post does not define me. That thing that they're criticizing does not define me, does not define who I am. And so if you're being criticized about something, separate yourself from it. Love who you are and understand that no matter what you do, what you say, what you post, how you perform, has zero importance, has zero influence on who you are as a person. Because you are awesome. You are made amazing, irregardless of your performance. You are worthy of love. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are valued the way you are, irregardless of your performance. We can't be wrapped up. Our self-worth, our value cannot be wrapped up in, in a performance even in a single post, a photo of ourselves on social media. We cannot put our self-worth, our value, our importance in something else. We must take that, that complete ownership, that confidence in who we are and separate ourselves. And be, when we separate ourselves, it then allows us to look at that performance, look at that post, look at that thing objectively. It allows us to be able to separate our emotions and our brain. Our logical and emotions need to be separated. Because if we're emotional, we're just going to get defensive. We're going to take, take the feedback negatively. But if we can separate ourselves from that performance, then we can move into being able to handle and respond to that criticism effectively. First of all, we need to be asking ourselves, why? Why are they giving me this feedback? Why are they criticizing that performance? Why are they criticizing this comment? Why are they criticizing this post? Now, I'm not going to say that every criticism is worthy. Because there are, unfortunately, some nasty people out there. There are, unfortunately, some people that are going through some tough things. And so, they may put a nasty, nasty comment on your post. And I'm sorry. But if we separate ourselves, then we can look at that. We can look at it analytically. We can look at it objectively. And look at that post and look at that negative comment and go, you know what? They must be just having a bad day. How cool did that feel? Rather than having a go at them and go, how dare they say that about me? If we're completely empathetic to who they are, 
to what they're going through. They may be having a bad day. They may have had a really bad experience about with the topic that we're talking about. Or they may just not have any confidence in themselves. And you know what? I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them, the fact that they need to, they need to wrap their self-worth up in giving that negative feedback, that they need to feel better by putting other people down. I just feel sorry for them. I feel bad for them that they're in that situation. I don't take it personally. I just feel sorry for them. And I'm being completely empathetic to them. Who knows? Maybe you may be um, posting about uh, about a particular thing. I'm trying to think on, on the spot of, of a random thing. I'm going to go really random. Maybe you may be uh, commenting about making a post about spaghetti, right? And this person on the other end, they have had a really bad experience with spaghetti. That you're you're having fun with spaghetti and you're you're eating it and you're you're telling how to make awesome spaghetti. But this person has had a really bad bad experience with spaghetti. That they once ate spaghetti and it made made them vomit, or they once once had spaghetti and they had to go to hospital afterwards. So they've had a really bad experience with spaghetti. So you post something about spaghetti. And they're going to respond negatively about spaghetti. Go, spaghetti sucks. You shouldn't eat spaghetti because they've had a bad experience with spaghetti. Now, fill in spaghetti with whatever it is that you're being <laughs> criticized about, and 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 and, and it, will, it will relate anything. Spaghetti is just a gap filler. But they may have had a really bad experience with spaghetti, and maybe that's why they're giving that feedback. So that's why we need to ask why. But we can't ask why effectively unless we remove ourselves from that from that situation, from separate ourselves emotionally and be able to look at it objectively. Now, if we ask why are they given that criticism and that criticism is valid, then what do we do next? Then we've got something to work with. Why are they giving that criticism? Like Fergie, everyone was criticizing it and she said, yes, I know why it was bad. You're giving that that feedback because it was a bad performance, and I know it was because I'm because I because I I tried to push the boundaries. So we still need to take ownership. We still need to receive that criticism, and we need to look at it objectively and ask why. Now, you're probably asking, what if there's someone that that's giving us negative feedback? Well, there's a difference between constructive criticism and criticism. Let's call them constructive criticism and negative criticism. Constructive criticism is when it comes from a person of authority. For example, with Fergie, if there's someone off the street that's making a negative negative comment about her performance, that's not constructive. It's only constructive if it comes from someone in a place of authority. For example, if someone in the music industry turn around like a vocal coach or or maybe maybe another singer had of being critical about it then that can be constructive criticism but it first needs to come from a place of authority so does this person have any expertise does that do they have any experience do they have any qualifications in this area that gives them a valid voice to be able to give for me to be able to take on their opinion but for it to be constructive, it can't just be negative. It can't just be criticism alone. For it to be constructive, 
it must come with advice. So if it's just someone, if it's just another celebrity, if it's just another singer saying, yeah, that was terrible, then that's just cr- negative criticism. But if she, if there was a, another singer that turned around and went, yeah, that was really bad. She really missed this pitch. And what she should have done is instead of going up, could have gone down so it was more in line with her vocal range. That is constructive criticism. That's criticism that we can that we can take and use. So we need to look at why are they giving this feedback? Was it valid? And then once it's once we know it's valid, yes, there was something wrong with it. If we're actually going to take on board their opinions, we must know that number one, that they are in a place of authority and they know what they're talking about. And number two, that they actually provide advice and not just negative feedback. Because if they just provide the negative feedback, they're just in a place where they just want to hurt. They're just in a place where they just want to tear down. They're in a place where they want to just, you know, stick that knife in and turn it. But if they provide the advice as well of how to improve it, it shows that they care. It also shows that they know what they're talking about. So we must, we must know who we're receiving that feedback from and separate ourselves. So guys, we are all going to face criticism. We're all going to have criticism at some time in our life. We need to know how to face it. First of all, let's separate our, let's separate ourselves. Let's completely separate ourselves from that object, from that thing. So that we know that we're not our self-worth and our value, our importance is not wrapped up in that thing, in that performance, in that post. We need to separate ourselves. So that first, we can, so that then we can look at it objectively, that we have complete confidence in ourselves and who we are, and we know that we are worthy, we are valuable, irregardless of our, of our performance, irregardless of what other people say about us. Because people are going to be critical. Then we need to ask, why? We can look at it objectively and ask why. Why are they saying that? They are saying that because they may be hurting. Or they are saying that because, yes, there was something wrong with that performance. And like Fergie, she took complete ownership and she said, yep, you know what? I take complete ownership that it was. It was a poor performance. And I accept that. And so she took complete ownership, which, which, took, which was like a, like a boss, I swear. She, she was an absolute champion. And it takes a lot of self-confidence to be able to turn around and say, yep, I own that. I messed up. And so she was phenomenal in, in being able to take that ownership. So we need to be able to take ownership and ask why. Yes, was it valid? If it wasn't valid, are they just in a bad place? Have they had a bad experience? But if it's valid, let's take ownership. Now, are we going to take on that criticism? Only if it's constructive. What makes constructive criticism? if they're in a place of authority, and if it provides advice on how to fix it. So I hope that that helps put you in a much stronger position to be able to handle criticism, because you are going to face criticism. There are going to be times in your life that you are going to have people criticize you. And I hope that you will think back to this to this podcast to remind yourself of how to overcome that critical 
the criticism, the negative criticism, and to be able to take on positive criticism so that you can keep charging on this world, so that you don't feel knocked down just because someone criticizes, so that you don't feel less worthy because someone criticizes you, so that you don't feel not enough because you are. You are worthy, you are valuable, and you are enough. We just need to separate ourselves and not put our self-worth in other people, in other people's opinions, and in our performances. Because you're, you, are, you are worthy, irregardless of your performance. I'm looking forward to seeing a, an army of people overcoming criticism and being able to just dust it off and take complete ownership like Fergie did and handle criticism like a boss. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio, where we take another metaphor from a training event, movie, or TV show, so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause. Just Cause.